Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Sergeant X. When an American greets another native son with the time-worn phrase, what's doing, he's very much surprised if the answer isn't not much or something to the same effect. Yes, the lives of most home folks are pretty uneventful. Unless, of course, their names happen to be Mr. and Mrs. North. In that case, there's never a dull moment, as they demonstrate tonight in the Mystery Playhouse. Yes, tonight the Mystery Playhouse presents another exciting episode in the very eventful lives of Mr. and Mrs. North. It isn't that uh, Jerry and Pam, as they're known to each other and their intimates, go uh, hunting for trouble. No, it seems to be just the other way around. Of course, once it arrives, they don't run away from it. On the contrary, they usually jump in with both feet, a process that uh, makes for interesting results. Take, for instance, right now. With Jerry North away on a business trip, Pam is home keeping the light burning in the window and the telephone wires humming. Hello? Yes, I'm Mrs. North. Oh, put him on. Is Jerry... Darling. Well, of course I'm not all right. How can I be with my husband way off in the wild? Me? Oh, I'm taking up knitting, Jerry. Uh Uh-huh. Knit one, pearl one. Although I keep dropping one all the time. I just... Oh, uh, uh, what did you say, darling? Oh, oh, nothing. Just, uh... Oh, that sound? I just dropped one. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I guess I'd better hang up now, darling. Uh, why? Well, I've got to pick up that stitch I dropped. Well, of course I love you. Goodbye, darling. Oh, I wonder if... Oh, dear, there are times when a woman needs a husband. Please, let me in quickly. Well, you've been shot. Quickly, please. All right, here, here, let me help you. Lie down on this couch. There. Well, I'd better phone for a doctor no, at once. No, not a doctor. He'd have to notify the police. And I... Jimmy, there's no time. But you're hurt. Just a flesh wound. But you're in pain. I can't let you do... You must. You see, what happens to me right now isn't very important. It's Jimmy who's in danger. You mean from the man who shot at you? Oh, no. From the state executioner. State executioner? Yes. They're going to kill Jimmy for a murder he didn't do. I'm the only one who believes in him and... You and your husband, Mrs. North, are the only ones who can save. Well, are you sure? Oh, she's fainted. Jerry's out in the wild, and I mustn't call Bill Wigand. There are times, Pamela North, when I wonder about you. How on earth do you do it? There. You're feeling better now, aren't you? Yes, I've fainted. Lost a lot of blood. 
It's all stopped now. How does your shoulder feel? Not, not very good, I'm afraid. That doesn't matter, though. Jimmy, I think you'd better tell me about it from the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Gloria Crane. Jimmy Selden and I would have been married until the police found Jimmy's employer dead. He'd been shot and the police said Jimmy did it, but he didn't. He didn't. How do they think he did? Well, according to the evidence, Jimmy was the last person to be with Corsi. Uh, that's the man who was killed. Uh-huh. And so... Well, there must have been witnesses. They lied. I don't know why, but Mrs. North, they lied. Who were they? Well, there were three of them. The doorman at Corsi's apartment. Uh-huh. Corsi's, um, his girlfriend who had rooms next to his. And Corsi's partner, Ed Hall. Well, then one or perhaps all three must be lying. If Jimmy's innocent... I swear to you, Mrs. North, he is. And the only thing to do is to force one of the witnesses to admit perjury. Miss Crane, we've got to go to each one of them and... Oh, but you can't. Your shoulder... Well, that's why the murderer tried to kill me. He wanted to make sure I wouldn't try to find out the truth. He succeeded unless... Jerry, of course, would have conniption fits. I do have my knitting to do. All right, Miss Crane. I'll start with the doorman. Oh, Mrs. North, that's wonderful of you. But I can't take advantage of you this way. I really just came for advice. Well, if you knew the North better, you'd know that their advice is usually accompanied by in-person cooperation. At least when I have my way. And right now, it looks as if I'm going to have it. Five hundred in cash. 
Who sent it to you? Uh, there was no signature. Must have been Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. And what were you supposed to do for that money? Nothing. Try again. I'm telling you, nothing. The guy who sent it, he said, well, he didn't want me to get in trouble on my job. Go on. And uh, make it good. Well, he sort of suggested that when I got up on a witness stand, maybe I didn't have to say nothing about ducking away for a drink after I let the Selden guy upstairs. So? So you sold out for $500. That's enough, Mr. Owens. Goodbye. Hey, hey, hey. Ah, like I always say, dames are no good. Especially the pretty ones. So you see, Gloria, we've broken down one witness. Well, that's wonderful, except... Well, it's just negative, isn't it? I know. All it proves is that somebody might have followed Jimmy, but... Well, we've got two more witnesses to go. I hope that... You know, we don't have very much time left, Mrs. North. Oh, please call me Pam. Almost everybody does. Well, Pam. You see, Jimmy's execution is next week. I feel so helpless lying here. I know. Your shoulder, is it worse? Not really, but it does make me unable to... Ah, here, here, here. You stop worrying. Tomorrow morning, I go back to work. In the meantime, I think sleep is what both of us need. I'll sleep on the couch in the living room. Oh, no, Pam. I hate taking your bed like this. Barging into your life. Oh, now, don't you be silly, Gloria. You prevented me from brooding about Jerry. And believe me, a publisher husband out in the wilds with a lady author can be brooded about. (laughs) Jerry, darling, have I ever told you how handsome you were? Hmm. Lots of people have. Hmm. But I bet not one of them ever married you like I did. Well, Jerry. Oh, Jerry isn't here. Gloria. Gloria. Somebody, something I've got to get to her. Gloria. Gloria, the room's so dark, I... Oh, no. No, don't! Well, I'm not sure. There are a lot of little men with hammers working inside my head. I wish they'd go away. Oh, I couldn't help you. I couldn't get out of bed quickly enough with this shoulder. Somebody socked me. Oh, I wish Jerry were here. He's the one that always gets socked. He's used to it by now. I'm not. I couldn't see who it was, Pam. It was too dark. Could you? All I noticed was a dim figure with his arm upraised. That brute! Oh, did he hurt you very badly? No, but he ruined my best vase. Oh. Glory, we should call the police in. But they believe Jimmy did it. They won't help. Bill might. Although, you will keep the doors locked and yell for help on the slightest provocation. I promise. Then me for... What was her name? Corsi's girlfriend? Alice Arden. Unlikely. However... Keep your chin up, Gloria. And if my husband calls while I'm away... I'll reassure him about you. Oh, good heavens, no. Tell Jerry I need him desperately. Otherwise, that she author is likely to start on a a second volume. Well, 
aren't you? Right the very first time. So go peddle it somewhere else, sister. Goodbye. I'm not peddling anything. Oh, you're working your way through success schools. I graduated. You mind if I come in? Certainly I mind. I'm busy. Or uh, hiding something. What do you mean? I could explain better inside. Well, if you insist, which you do, come in. Place is a mess. So I noticed. Moving? Yeah, you're not a detective by any chance. Oh, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. Why are you moving? I don't like the class of people that ring my doorbell in this house. Oh. Well, there's another kind of a house you might move to that doesn't have a doorbell. A jail. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Where you'll always be in. By request. Look, sister, if you're the new type of policewoman, Lord help the police department. Would you like to see my badge? I've seen them before. No doubt. Just what were you insinuating by that? Of course he ran into a lot of police during his business career, didn't he? Oh. Yeah. Rat. You didn't like him. He was all right alive. But I don't like the kind of guy that don't take care of his loved ones when he pops off. You can't really blame him. He wasn't expecting to be murdered. In his racket, he had a right to expect it. But no, he kicks off without leaving me a red cent. Oh, that's why you're moving. Sure, I can't afford to pay the rent in a Tony dump like this. Funny, I couldn't even afford to move if it hadn't been for... How much did he send you? A grant. Did who send me? Don't you know? There was no signet. Listen, sister, I'm talking too much. At Jimmy Seldon's trial, maybe you didn't talk enough. I told the truth. You saw Jimmy go into Corsi's apartment. Sure, I had a suspicion Corsi was expecting a visitor, so I was watching. But it turned out it was only Jimmy. So you went to the movie? No, I stayed right here. I kept on watching. Why? No reason. Or don't you mean because that's what the letter with a thousand dollars instructed you to say? Look, it's about time you were leaving. I don't think so. You got nothing on me. Did you tell the police about the letter with the money? They didn't ask me. They might not like it if I told them. Honest, I didn't mean any harm. I needed that thousand dollars. So you helped railroad an innocent boy to the chair. I just didn't mention that I left after I saw Jimmy go into Corsi's apartment, that's all. You didn't see anyone else go in after Jimmy did? I'm telling you I didn't. It wasn't my fault he got the chair sentence. The doorman and Ed Hall, they would have seen somebody else go in, so I... So you lied and took your thousand dollars. All right, Miss Arden. Don't leave town. I won't. Look, am I going to get into trouble on account of this? Maybe not, but I'd be rather afraid if I were you. Of who? Of the man who sent you that money. He paid for your silence. But if he thought you might talk, he could use other means besides money. You mean kill me? He killed Corsi. Well, he can't do that to me. It's against the law. Are you quite sure that he realizes that? Lieutenant Wagon, homicide. Oh, this is Pam, Bill. Oh, hello, Pam. What can I do for you? About the Corsi murder. Uh Aha, you're too late. Somebody already found the corpse in that one. Oh, Bill... What business was Corsi in? Uh, he fronted as a real estate man. Oh. Actually, he ran a string of slot machines, betting parlors, and assorted rackets. Why? Did he leave any money when he died? No, his partner claimed Corsi had a hundred grand on him when he was killed, but we never found the money. Selden hit it well, but it isn't going to do him any good. Selden didn't kill Corsi. Oh, huh? proof or intuition? Intuition. I'm sorry, Pam, but I don't think the governor will commute on those grounds. Bill Wigand, you should know by now yeah. that when I have an intuition, 
things happen. Welcome, madam. You're like a breath of spring in these parts. Are uh, you, uh, Mr. Hall? Uh, yes, madam. Editor-in-chief of the Horseman's Handy Helper. The only racing sheet in town with a money-back clause. Oh. Precisely. If our selections do not win, try and get your money back. <laughs> Would you like something for the Fifth of Empire? Not exactly. Between you and me, I don't know any more than you do who's going to win. Horses are so darn secretive. Never say a word. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite a picturesque character, Mr. Hall. True. At this moment, I'm beginning to wonder exactly where you fit into the picture. I'm a reporter. Hmm. Which enlightened newspaper employs you, my dear? The, uh, uh, the Globe. The Globe? Uh, oh, I see. Oh, uh, excuse me for a moment. Uh, something in my other office. Uh, be right back. Well, of course, Mr. Hall. Racing sheet. Of course, he owned betting parlors. Pamela, you may have something there. As a matter of fact, Pamela, you'd better have something there. This is your last chance. Oh, I hate oily men. I wonder whether Brendan Thale, that authoress, is oily. I hope she is. I hope Jerry doesn't like oily women. As a matter of fact... Oh, uh, Mr. Hall. Uh, here I am, back again with you, my dear. My sweet little reporter from the Inquirer. Uh, the Globe. Uh, the, oh, yes. Yes, yes, of course. The Globe. Uh, Mr. Hall... That, that's a gun you're pointing at me. How clever of you to recognize it. I just phoned the Globe, madam. They sent no one down to interview me. Oh, they, they must have forgotten. Would you mind showing me your press card? Oh, uh, no. Uh, well, I'm afraid I forgot it. That forgetfulness is likely to cost you your life, my dear. What's the angle and talk fast? Oh, I was lying to you, but... Correct so far. Go on. I'm Pamela North. I want to clear Jimmy Selden of the murder charge against him. Assuming you mean that he's innocent. He is innocent, and you know it. What makes you think so? Because somebody entered Corsi's apartment after Jimmy left. And that somebody killed Corsi. You must have seen the killer. A pretty theory. How much did he pay you? Why do you want to know? Mr. Hall, the murderer has bribed the three witnesses who could have cleared Jimmy and convicted him instead. I know that. I uh, also know that you're not a man I can scare. You're a realist. Thank you, my dear. Suppose I match his offer. You're assuming I saw the murderer enter? Didn't you? Possibly. I can't be sure. I'll match his offer. Double it. All right. How much? He paid 10000 I'll have 20000 at my apartment tonight. In that case, Mrs. North, I'll be here. Here, but... I, I... don't like traps. My word among the criminal elements in this city is unquestioned. You may rely on it. $20,000 tonight, Mrs. North, and tomorrow Jimmy Selden goes free. Monkey business, Mrs. North, and Jimmy Selden dies in the chair. Gee, Pam, I can't let you spend all that money. Oh, cheer up, Gloria. It isn't mine, it's Jerry's. But Jimmy will pay us back. Better. Oh, I can't express it. My... Don't try, Gloria. That money is about all the North Publishing Company is worth, but after all, Jerry can always get a job. Wish me, wish both of us luck. It's our only chance. Our last chance. Oh, quiet on the horseman's handy helper front, sounds like. Oh, the office. Golly, 
open. Pamela doesn't like to go in, but Pamela had better go in. Well, nothing and nobody. Where's the light switch? There. Oh, why, Mr. Hall, you are here after all. Mr. Hall? He must be asleep, sitting in his chair behind the desk. Uh, Mr. Hall, uh, please wake up. Uh, please... Re- oh. Oh! Pam? Yes, Gloria? I'm awfully sorry. As I told you over the phone, Hall was dead when I got there. Oh, it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. Just bad luck, that's all. Oh, this thing isn't over yet, Gloria. Try not to worry. Somehow, somewhere, we'll find the evidence we need. Yes, but where, Pam? Uh, I don't know. Oh, your husband phoned. Oh, did he? Yeah, right after you did. I told him you were all right. I told him about Hall. He's going to call again. Oh, thank you, dear. How could the murderer have known that Hall was about to... What did you say? Hmm? Oh, nothing. I was just thinking aloud. Well, I guess I'll go to bed. That must be your husband now. Good night. Good night, dear. Jerry? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm all right, darling. I'm just lonely for you and, and unhappy. Yes, Hall's dead. That's right, his own paper knife sitting behind his own desk. Before he could even... Jerry, what did you say about the paper knife? I know, but how did you know it was a paper knife that was used to kill him? Just a minute. That's enough, Mrs. North. Gloria, that gun. Say goodbye to your husband nicely. And that's all, or I'll shoot. All right. It's uh, very late, Jerry. I'd, I'd better hang up. Oh, uh, uh, one thing more. Uh, Jerry, Bill Wigand is ready to go to press for this new book. Uh-huh. Right away. Hang up. Oh, that's all, darling. Uh, goodbye. I still can't believe it. Although I should have known you were the only person who knew Hall was going to change his testimony. Therefore, you had to be the person who killed him. And if you feared his testimony so much... That's right. I killed Corsi, too. For the $100,000 that Bill told me about, the money that disappeared, you took it. That's where you got the money to bribe the witnesses with. And enough left over to see me through quite a few rainy days. After I get rid of you. You you can't kill me here. It's my own apartment. And those attacks on you, you must have staged them yourself to make sure that I wouldn't suspect. Now she gets wise. And when I reported to you that Hall had seen the murderer, you killed him. That's why you had to send me to make sure. I did make sure about Hall. Just as I'm going to make sure about you. But the police know about you now. They don't suspect you, but if I'm found dead in this apartment... You won't be. I'm getting dressed, Mrs. North. All dressed up and fit to kill. I'm not sure I am. Start moving. I get nervous when my finger's on a trigger. Since you're so persistent, I'll, I'll go. Now, straight down the hallway, we'll... Oh, you, you shot me too soon. You... Oh, Gloria, you, you shot me. Or am I wrong? Ma'am. Oh, Bill. <laughs> Bill Wigand. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I'm, I'm going to... Don't cry. Uh, I won't. I... I think I'd rather faint. 
darling? Yes, it's all over. You see, when you mentioned to me that Hall was stabbed with a paper knife, that was the important clue. Because when I phoned Gloria, I just told her that Hall had been murdered without the details. Yet when she told you about it, she knew about the stabbing and... Ah, uh-huh, darling. And it was very bright of you to catch on and send Bill to help me. <laughs> I know, darling. We're both very bright. <laughs> And that was tonight's Mystery Playhouse presentation, Pamela Goes It Alone, another adventure with Mr. and Mrs. North. Like I told you at the start of tonight's performance, the Norths do jump in with both feet, don't they? But somehow or other, they always seem to come out all in one piece and ready for more. Now, uh, leaving the Norths for the time being anyway, we invite you to visit the green room for a pre-hearing of our next Mystery Playhouse performance. Follow me, please. Come. And be a good boy. You got nothing to worry about as long as you stick with me. Now I'll count out your 15,000. I want more than that. I want 25. What? And leave me only five? That's a fine way to treat a partner. I don't care about you. I want what's coming to me. You'll get it and no more. We split this 50 50. Oh, why should we? Why should you get half? I did the job. I went in and got the stuff. I took all the risk. All you did was sit here and wait for me. Is that so? All I did is sit here and wait for you. Why, you runny-nosed little brat. What do you think those are thinking for you? How far do you think you'd give that stupid brain of yours? I don't need you. No? How much of this 30000 do you think you'd have now if it wasn't for me? I'll tell you enough. One cent. Who found out about the jewels in the first place? Me! Who cased the joint to find out about the chauffeur being an ex-con? Who swiped the screwdriver to plant on the scene? Who figured out every angle to make this one of the neatest jobs ever pulled in this burg? You'd be so stinking hot with the police right now if it hadn't been for me. You'd never even be able to cash the rocks in. And now don't give me any more of this stuff. Now listen, Easley, I'm sick of you playing a big shot. Maybe you did do all the thinking up to now. But maybe now it's my turn. I'm taking 25 of that pile, and you ain't got nothing to say about it. Why, you... Well, you little rat. You'd pull a rod on me. Yeah. And I know how to use it, big shot. Now get counting. 25 for me, 5 for you. How do you like that? Is that a way to treat a pal, Sammy? I'm no pal of yours, Big Shot. I can take care of myself. Okay, okay. It's 25 for you and 5 for me. Only if you're so smart. Why not take the whole thing? I might do that. Okay, then here, take it. Hey, what the... Look, I'll drop that rod. That's better. I'll just keep this little rod for souvenir. Are you dirty? Yes, that'll teach you not to play rough with Albert easily. You see, Sonny, you're not as smart as you thought. I'm always just a little bit smarter. Now, get up and leave. Go on. What about my money? Oh, you're so impulsive. I don't think you better have so much money around loose, Sammy. Maybe I'd better keep it for you. Until you grow up a little. Come around sometime when you've learned not to be a double-crossing baby. I'll kill you easily, so help me, I'll kill you. Sure, sure, I'm scared to death. You will be before I'm through, I promise you. Okay, okay, we'll get going before I take you over my knees. You better order your flowers now, big shot. Because I'll get you if it's the last thing I do. Okay, go ahead and try it, Sammy. But just remember, two can play that game. I could plug you now if I felt like it. But I'll outsmart you at that game, too. We'll see about that. Just remember, Easley, I'm going to kill you. Not if I kill you first, Sammy. Okay, fair enough. So long, Easley. 
Pleasant dreams. Well, that sounds like a cute couple of kids, doesn't it? You know, it looks very much like somebody's going to get hurt. And to find out for sure, you're going to have to be back in your seats next time when what looks like an open and shut case of jewel robbery turns into triple homicide. And the threat, not if I kill you first, takes on deadly meaning. It's another strange tale from the lips of the man who knows them all, the Whistler. See you then. This is Sergeant X, closing the doors of the Mystery Playhouse. Good night. Sleep tight. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.